and welcome to It's Actually Happening. This is Vince Williams. Hello, Leah. And this is Christopher Rafferman. Wow, that's one way of saying it. This is a podcast that looks at the weird and wonderful news that is actually happening in the world today. And today is the 1st of January 2021. It is a new year. Happy New Year, Christopher. Thank you, Vince. And so we thought we would look back at some of our highlights to start with from our podcasting year. Now, our podcasting year didn't quite last the entire uh, year of 2020, but it did a good job. Of trying to cover it. We tried. We did try it. It was it was hard with the pandemic and furloughing and, and working and doing everything else. It was a it was a weird year. We're all glad that twenty twenty has actually fucked off now, aren't we? Let's be honest. <laughs> Go on. Tell them tell them everybody that it's fucked off, Chris. It has. No, departed. no, no. You, you have to tell them, Chris, that it's fucked off. Now, just in case you it's don't know everybody, Chris doesn't swear it's at all. So I've been trying to get him to swear for, well, since I've known him, so a couple of years now, and he never swears. He'll say, F off, is the worst I've heard him say. Or bugger. I think you've said bugger, haven't you? You're okay with I bugger. Don't know. I think I should just point out, I don't say to people, F off. <laughs> if people annoy me, I don't just shout at them, F off. Because <laughs> um, that just be really C weird. C off. Right, Vince, what is your first favourite story from our podcasting year? Well, to be honest with you, Chris, I had a look through and it was quite difficult. We had some great stories. I mean, there were so many to choose from and there were so many that actually made me laugh out loud, which was great. Even looking back, it made me laugh again. Just, But I'm going to start with, with this one just because it's it's a bit off the wall. But it was the, the man with his horse and cart that was refused service at a KFC drive-thru because of his horse and cart. That, that, that to me, summed up a lot of, the, lot of the year, really. 2020 was that kind of year, because probably if he'd done it in 2019, he, they would have probably let him. To be honest, if they would have gone, nah, it's, it's a horse and cart, it's fine. But because it was 2020 and everything was going around, everything was a bit weird, they're going, no, this is just stupid now, so we ain't going to serve you. And, they, and he had queued up as well for ages until oh, he got no. to the window almost. And then they went, oh, I'm sorry, sir, you can't bring your horse and cart down here. Well, he was driving a horse and cart. It was a drive through What was the problem, KFC? Come on, get yourself together. 2021, if you're driving anything, go through a KFC and see if they stop you. I mean, driving anything. It could be a horse and cart. It could be an alpaca. Whatever you're driving. Could be the world's fastest shed. Could be your world's fastest shed. Yes, that was another one of ours, wasn't it? Yeah, it could be that. If you're driving that, if you've got the shed, go to the KFC. That's what I'm saying. But that was a brilliant story. What about you? What was one of yours? I went for um, the story that led to the naming of an episode. Uh, our episode age old duck and in that one we had <laughs> daredevil duck races cars down the motorway at 60 miles an hour that was phenomenal wasn't it a wonderful story and a lot of these you can actually just go back and look at the videos because there's videos yes. of a lot of them aren't there and i did go and look at the video of this duck and he was flying well of course he was flying but i mean he was <laughs> flying do you know what i mean it was ah, it was incredible brilliant story that one a brilliant back to you vince another story okay well it's got to be the odd couple this one, it's got to be that couple that sh- shelled out £2,000 
Um, because of the COVID and they couldn't have the people at their wedding, they shelled out £2,000 for cardboard cutouts of all their friends. You know, I thought that, one, the initiative was brilliant. Uh, and two, I think that should be just every wedding, really. Because <laughs> there's so many people at weddings that you don't want there, really, but you have to invite them because they're, I don't know, your second cousin's mum's auntie's dog. And you have to invite <laughs> them there. And you don't really want them there. But a cardboard cutout, that's it. Just sit in the corner with a cardboard cutout, brilliant. So I love that story. It was a fantastic one. Lovely. My final one to end our little review back over the year. It still tickles me, this headline. <laughs> Austrian police defend decision to fine man after provocative fart. <laughs> Do you know what? I nearly put that as mine as well. I looked at that and I just remember just the, the, the whole deal, idea. And I remember you saying, what's a provocative <laughs> fart? <laughs> I mean, what is it? We still don't really know. Just no, so I highly recommend go and listen to Did You Let One Go? And hear us having a very in-depth conversation <laughs> on what's a provocative fart. I'm certain it has something to do with eye contact. Yeah, and we did, we did the, the that. fart knew was coming. It wasn't an accidental fart. It was a look deep into your eyes and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I must admit, I've done that a few times with Sam now. That's how I like to, to do my farts now. I look into her eyes and provocatively just into it. Whereas hers more like, it's like the Queen Mary coming into the dock. Jesus, I've never heard anyone fart so loud. It's disgraceful. <laughs> and ladies out there, 2021 brings Vince back to single life. So if you are after a partner in 2021, he's now available. As the, you're listening to this podcast, he's available. So, Oh, you lucky, lucky women you out ladies. there. So for our stories today, they're not all from today. Shocker. We've broken with what we've done all year. In this episode, we are going to look back across the entirety of 2020, bringing some of the silliest headlines we could find from the year that has been the silliest one yet. Vince, over to you. Well, Chris, it was really weird. When I was looking into this... um... We got Jonathan Ross on the show. I, I just did win a bit. Jonathan, really weird. <laughs> really weird. It was really weird. <laughs> I Look did. at that, everyone! A I... celebrity guest for our New Year special. Welcome to Now, do you know what? I thought I'd got away with that. Really, I thought I'd slip it in and got away with it. But you no, just you just kept pick... going. No, you picked that up. Anyway, I'll start that again, shall I? It's because you know what I should. I got for Christmas. I got a new nose, but my mouth stopped working now. So there we go. Uh. Need to change that. So as I said, we're looking. I was looking throughout the year, and it was amazing how many brilliant stories we missed. You know, there was quite yeah. a few that we actually missed out there. I mean, there are so many, and and it makes me wonder what's wrong with this world, and what's wrong with people out there mainly, because there are people out there that are just weird. You know, and you talk about natural selection. I think some of it should be definitely done with some of these people. Um, but we're going to start with, with this headline that I found. Um, now, this is back in January, this one. So right at the beginning of the year. Now, firefighters, the headline is, firefighters rescued a 38-year-old woman from inside a clothing donation bin where she'd been trapped for three days. So, <laughs> so this woman... Um, Gone up to one of these bins, you know, we, we've all done it, charity bins, they're great, I think they're brilliant things, because where else do you get rid of your rubbish? Um, 
So these bins are, are great, and uh, and you you go there, and they've got like a lift up hatch thing, haven't they? Yeah. Um, and you put it in, and it's like a little, I don't know, it's like a little pocket inside. Yeah. And when you pull the hatch down, it drops into the bin. Yeah. So, in my eyes, they're they're not that big. No. They're not they're not that big. Now this this woman said that um, when she reached into the bin, now reached in, I, I think you're don't you you're putting stuff in surely, unless she's trying to get stuff out. Thief. Do you know what I mean? She might yeah. be there going, "Oh, I need a new top. Let's see what's in the bin." You know, it's like a new quiz show. What's in the bin? What's in the bin? Put your hand in. Get out of the bin. It could be something like that. You know, I'll host it. Obviously, wonderful. Um, <laughs> Already, but she's a obviously. She said she was reaching in the bin, and somebody pushed her in. <gasps> now, there's two things here. One, like I said, why are you reaching into a bin unless you're trying to steal something? And two, that would make me laugh so much if I saw someone near reaching into a bin and someone came up behind them and just went, oh, pushed them in. And they're in the bin. But how she was there for three days, I don't know. Her family clearly love her. Yeah. But also, it's like that person that pushed her in the bin. That's quite sinister if you've pushed her in and then not gone, haha, that was a bit of a joke, now let me get you out. It's like, I'll just walked off, you know? I'm so, still at a loss as to how you can even push someone into one of these bins. Because yeah, they're never absolutely. the biggest of things or the easiest. It's hard enough getting your clothes into this bin. Let's alone a person. Yeah, you have to, I would have thought you had to squash them up. Yeah. They'd have to have like not many bones in their body to get that small to be able to be dropped into a donation. Unless, I mean, this, let's, let's be honest, this was in America. Might have different bins. They may have different bins there. Yeah. I'm not sure. I've not. I've not seen the donation bins in America. No. I, I've only seen the ones here. But it might be the fact that you just open a big old thing and drop it down quite yeah. far. So this is a soft landing. If there were clothes in there to begin with, yeah, not so soft. Now, and the firefighters that to uh, obviously someone a passerby heard her screams. In the end, after three days. Now that's what I mean. Three days. That's a long time. That she's in there. Did she not think of screaming before the three days? And then thought, oof. But also, these things are often metal. So just some kicks. Some regular kicks on the side are going to do it. Yeah, I mean, unless this bin was somewhere where there's not much foot traffic. Yeah. And then why the hell is the bin there in the first place? Because no one's going to go and put stuff in it, are they? Good point. But it, they, 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 this passerby heard them screaming and called 911. And the, the fire brigade came along and they cut her out. That's to cut the bottom of the bin out, basically. Okay, so that's a, wow. that's to ruin the bin. So consequently, this woman, after being there three days, then ruins the bin. I'm at a loss here because, again, surely when they get the clothes out, there's a way of opening the bin. Exactly. I, I, this story is, is, just doesn't make sense. Now, this is the bit, right? I'm going to tell you the next bit, Chris. And this is the bit that... Oh, there's more. Oh, so much more. So much more because when you hear this, it adds a it adds a whole new meaning to this story. Um, now, police say, okay, so we've gone to the police now. Okay. Police say it is the third time the same woman has been trapped inside a clothing bin. <laughs> the third time. Third time. It's like now, did someone push her in the other two times? This woman is stealing clothes. There's no doubt about it. She's leading right in 
and falling in. Absolutely. She is definitely a thief. So it's like incarceration, really. You thieve, you get locked up for three days inside the bin. I think it's a great thing because it would, it would release a little bit of pressure on the prisons. Because to be honest with you, yep. stealing from a donation bin is, is not good. But it's not no. the worst crime in the world, is it? No. It's not like, I don't know, murdering. I find no. that's a lot worse. I'd have to agree with you there. So, so the murderers go into a jail and they're there for forever, yep. hopefully, but not nowadays. Obviously, ten days and they get off with good behaviour. I don't know. Um, but women stealing from a donation bin—it's still bad, but it's not as bad. So just lock them in the bin for like maybe a week, or you know, three or four days, just so they try and learn the lesson. Obviously, clearly she didn't learn a lesson because she went and done it another no. two more times after that. So, um, but yeah, maybe make it longer. So once she's fallen in like the third time, like they say, think, right, you're going to stay in there for two weeks now and we'll just put a little bit of food down. We'll just throw it in the little hatch thing and you have to have your, you have to have your mouth open underneath it to try and catch it. Uh, It'd be quite scary. Every time you went to put some clothes in a clothes bin, you saw four criminals just sitting in there (laughs) having a tea party. Well, at least they'd be warm and they would have new clothes. So... Old clothes, new. Well, exactly. The same thing, isn't it? I mean, saying that, though, some people... I mean, like, like I had to get rid of a load of my mum's clothes because she was a hoarder and she, she had clothes, like, wardrobes and wardrobes of clothes. And a lot of that stuff she never wore. It still had the tags on where she'd stolen yeah. them from Primark, you know? It still had the metal... <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? They were, they were brand new clothes. And I put them all in a donation bin, but so somebody's getting new new clothes yeah so they're not always bad i mean sometimes you put i mean i've been guilty of putting old clothes in there and thinking really this is like an old tracky bottom that's a little bit worn and you kind of go i don't know whether i should just throw it or put it in there but you know someone might want it you never know but sometimes also when you put clothes in these charity bins they actually are going to recycling plants where the people are paid per kilo of clothes and the money goes to the charity Ah. and the clothes go to um go to rags basically you know sort of done with things there oh right so my my worn out joggers with a bit nearer the crutch that was really worn out that won't be on somebody's legs hopefully not (laughs) hopefully not right you ready for another headline absolutely christopher let's go i have gone for putin ally claims ice cream is secret lgbt propaganda Ice cream. Yes. So while the rest of the world was fighting the COVID pandemic, Russia was concerned about whether ice cream was making its children gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm looking at Mr. Whippy a different way now. (laughs) I mean, gosh, they really had their priorities right in Russia this year. This was around about... Uh, sort of May June time, two thousand and twenty, wow. and Yekaterina Lakava, who was a former MP and head of Russia's Union of Women, so not a lowly position here, quite an important person in the world the of union Russia. Union of Women, okay. Yes, they've got their own union now. God, they want everything nowadays, mm. don't they? Hundred <laughs> percent single, and now. <laughs> No women queuing up. Listen, I've always been like that. Don't worry about that. That's never. A I used to. I used to never mind lesbians, to be honest with you, because lesbians I knew would, were still women that wouldn't sleep with me, but I knew it wasn't personal, so that was quite nice. 
Oh dear. So the green, indigo, yellow and violet ice creams, this woman argued, could result in children being accustomed to the LGBT movement's rainbow-coloured flag. Well, this just gets more ridiculous. I mean, I know we call our podcast It's Actually Happening, but to actually believe this is actually happening is actually (laughs) unbelievable, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's bonkers. I mean, next I'll be saying, I find it very inconsiderate that the rain and the sun produce a rainbow in the sky. Um, We're going to have to work out a way of destroying that because children just becoming gay by looking at this rainbow. I know. Or the children's TV programme, Rainbow. But it's just, I just couldn't believe it. Well, the thing is, right, because let's just, let's look at it properly here now. The rainbow colours, okay, which I think is fantastic. LGBTI, GBTI, whatever it is now. They they keep adding letters. I get very confused. At my age, it's very confusing when they keep adding letters to stuff, you know. It doesn't even make a word. You're trying to... Uh, But... You can barely manage the five letters in your name. Absolutely. And is it... Hang on, is there five? Oh, yeah, there is. Um, So, but leave. there was nothing wrong with what they were doing. They were getting something that's actually been there for years. It's not like they did it first and now the ice cream's copying or the rainbows in the sky are copying. It's they've taken something that's a brilliant symbol for their community which i think is great i think it's a great symbol out of all of them i think because it's just it's there and it's vibrant it shows all the different colors coming together all that sort of thing is brilliant so it 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 was joined on to what was already there the ice cream was already those colors before they started going oh let's have this as our 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 community symbol um so i mean russia let's be honest you know i think they're a little bit backward aren't they really yeah you gotta be um hang on we did check there's no russians listen to this one and i think yeah you're fine we're fine so whatever you want about russia unless the kremlin are suddenly like this will ping up on their thing when we start talking about russia i just avoid salisbury (laughs) yes i try and avoid salisbury anyway to be fair nothing to do with the russians it's just very boring there um but for me it's like russia looking for stuff to say why you shouldn't be doing this and let's punish someone, you know? It's like they're worried that it's making their children gay. I'm hoping it's making their children gay to give them a bit of diversity out there. Do you know what I mean? Because they're so set in their ways and old-fashioned that they don't embrace anything that's out there. Um, And the fact is, people are gay. There is no, there's no two ways about it, and that's entirely up to them, and it's great for them. And whatever you want, whatever you feel your sexuality is, whether you're, I don't know, you're, you're transgender, whatever you, you class yourself as, then that's fine. You're classing yourself as that, as you as a person. It's got nothing to do with anyone else. It's what and you it's got want. nothing to do with ice cream. Absolutely not. Now, you said, what are the colours of the ice cream they have out there? I mean, they're not even completely rainbow. The ice cream is green, indigo, yellow, and violet. That's not how the song They're goes. They're missing Richard of. They've got York. Gay. Then they're missing Battle as well. So they're missing red, orange, and blue from the rainbow. Is that how you remember the rainbow? Richard of York gave Battle in vain. Wow. 
I've never heard that. That's that's a really good way. So when people are, I always go, mine's a lot longer winded. I have to go red and yellow and <laughs> green and blue, purple. See, I don't even remember the song. And it works. Whereas <laughs> Richard of York gave battle in vain. Right. That's like north, east, south, west, isn't it? Naughty elephants squirt yes. water. Or never eat shredded wheat. Absolutely. Yeah. See, oh, that's got, I've learned something again today, Chris. Thank there you very you much. Go. But obviously, Russia didn't want to get this out of proportion because obviously <laughs> well, there are a lot, of, a lot of other issues going on. So Lakova restrained herself to this statement. I have the same negative feelings about the rainbow as I do about the swastika. <laughs> now, let's, let's be clear. Let's be a little bit clear out there, just in case there are people listening to our podcast, Christopher, that are maybe not, you know, the brightest people in the world. Um, maybe the, the wheel's going round, but the hamster's dead as such. Um, and they'll be thinking, oh, yeah, you're right. No, you're not right, no. love. Absolutely not. I think the swastika... And do you know what? It's, it's weird because the swastika was a different symbol before the Nazis took it. It was actually yes. a symbol of, of a, like a hope symbol, wasn't it? Um, and it was, it was, I can't remember what the symbol was, but it wasn't what it was today. And yeah. but they, ch they changed it by having it as a Nazi symbol. And basically, you look at a swastika, it's evil. You look at evil. Yeah. You know, that's, there's no two ways about it. There's, probably the only more eviler thing than that is if you see something with 666 on it. You know, that's probably, you know, the devil's number and then followed very closely by the swastika. And that's why people that, like, I've seen these programs. Um, I like a bit of Louis Farou. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, when he goes to the, well, the most hated families in the world and, and the Nazis out in, in, the, in the USA. I mean, it, and in the USA, let's be honest, it's, it's really rife. You know, it's, it's, it's going on over here. Don't get me wrong. It's going over in most countries, especially there's a lot of European countries that are very racist and, and very, um, well, they still support the Nazi way. Um, but America has a lot. America has a lot. Um, mostly down in the south of America, I must say. I always, find, I always find they're a little bit thicker down there. They're not so cultured, you know. Um, but there's a lot of it about. And they show these people, and they've had swastikas put on their arms. I, there was one that had a swastika, um, had a tattoo on their 11-year-old child. Oh, gosh. So it wasn't even his choice. And he probably didn't even know what it was. It, it just blows your mind that here we are in 2020. One. 2021. <laughs> although this news story was 2020. Okay. And these things are still happening. Ah, oh, it's crazy. It's... It is bonkers. Well, this is the thing, you see. 2020, I think, was a really... I mean, there was a lot of stuff in 2020 that was bad. Obviously, we had the pandemic. Um, all these things that have come from that, you know, the, the, the real... The nurses and everything. And even now, we can see... Look at the news today. And it's... Everything's being overrun. All the hospitals are being overrun. There's a lot of negative in 2020. And we all wanted to get rid of 2020 as quick as possible and get into 2021. But you, you can look back... You can look back and you can say there has been some some things that have come out of 2020 that have been good. And one of them is uh, Black Lives Matter, for instance. Yep. And I look at even if you wasn't a racist, you still didn't look at stuff the same. 
No. You know, it's like when the statues were coming down. And I don't, I don't, I didn't personally agree with them ripping down the statues themselves. I still feel that if a statue's there that's, that feels, some people feel that it shouldn't be there, then there's right ways of doing it. You know, no one looks it because it, it puts you in a negative vein. If you go and do that, if you go down and rip a statue down, it puts you in a negative vein when actually what you're fighting for is a positive thing. So, but whatever they did, you know, good things come out of it because it got people talking. And that's the whole idea. And it's the same with, with transgender and, and with gays and anything like that. You, you, if you're talking about it, it helps. Because people out there that, it's like I've, I've always said when I had this conversation with people about um, racism, for instance. Now, my mum would say stuff that would be classed as racist. She wasn't a racist. She didn't have swastikas stickers in her back garden hanging up. She wasn't a racist, but she's the way she grew up. The years that she grew up in, there was things that they used to say that wasn't classed as racist, even though they were. It was like a natural, it's like we were talking here and we're talking about Twitter. That's what they were talking about. Twitter is the same. And in years to come, who's to say that you might go Twitter and it's, a, it's, a, it's against something else? You don't know. Um, so it's, it's learning, it's education. And I think 2020 with some stuff helped because of the education for people. So yeah, a little bit come out of it. But Russia, you need to get with the program. <laughs> and get yourself, a, get yourself a good 99 with a flake in it sit down and take a good hard look at yourself that's what you need to do right then vince another story well after your bizarre story we're going to go even bizarrera bizarrera yep bizarrera that's what we're going to do now this one the headline is <laughs> bodybuilder who married a sex doll says she broke just before Christmas. Oh, I just hate it when that happens. <laughs> Gosh. When you can't get a female yourself, so you buy an inflatable one, and then, oh, it goes and breaks before Christmas. That is a problem that I don't think gets enough attention in the news. Has is this, is this happened to you, this problem, Christopher? Time after time. <laughs> so annoying. Well... Yeah, this guy, uh, Yuri Toloshko, and now he's from Kazakhstan. We all ah. love a bit of Kazakhstan. Thank you. Borat. Uh, absolutely. Well done, Borat. I wouldn't know where it was or even heard of it before Borat, <laughs> to be honest with you. Now, he's now waiting to see if his wife, okay, because he married, he married his sex doll. Now, his wife's name's Mar uh, Margot. Margot. Hmm. Pleasant, isn't it? Marga. Yeah. Um, now, he's waiting to see if she can be repaired in time for Christmas, which is celebrated on January the 7th in his country. Ah. Which, I, again, yes. I didn't know that they celebrated Christmas at a different time in Kazakhstan. Yes, Orthodox, Orthodox Christians celebrate nearer to Epiphany. Well, you see, you in a Christmas quiz we had the other day. Ah, well, Christmas quiz. Wow. As if we haven't had enough of them in 2020. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone loved a quiz. Now, so he's he's sent obviously he's sent it away to get fixed. So, but I don't know what it didn't actually explain how she broke. Bit of gaffer tape wouldn't do it then. Well, no, my theory of how she broke. Do you want to hear my oh, theory? No, I don't think I do. Well, I reckon that he got into he got into that you know that stage when you get quite passionate with your partner, and I reckon he gave her a love bite. 
She farted and flew out the window. <laughs> I think that's what happened. And now he's he hasn't got a, a puncture repair kit handy. So he's had to send it away. Um, but this is just... It, it just... I mean, it's weird enough that this guy... You know, listen, if you've got a sex doll and that's how you get your pleasure, then that's, again, up to you. That's your own personal thing. But really, do you have to marry it? I mean... Oh, how does how does she say I do? <laughs> Just squeezing. Just... <laughs> I don't... I don't know because... Um, now this all came after that when he married his fiance, so they got engaged first. They did everything properly. Wonderful. They dated, engagement, marriage. Okay. Um, now they got married in in late November. Uh, now there was a number of delays for the wedding due to the COVID pandemic. Pump shortages. Absolutely. <laughs> pump shortage. I'm sure he had a lot of pumps in that. To be fair. Um, but the. There's pictures of him, right, with with a ring on her finger and her in a white lace gown getting married. Now, you know, this is where we, we go to our it's actually happening side here. Because it's like, yeah, okay, if you've got a sex doll and you're, you know, you're utilising your sex doll however you want to, again, that's fine. Keep it in your personal home and all that. But he's married it he's putting it on social media it's on instagram they've got their own instagram account where they've been on holidays together they've been so these people are out they're actually going out in the world and doing it oh it's like this actually harks back i believe to a story we covered earlier in the year wasn't there a a man who had a sex doll and his wife appreciated it because it meant that she the sex doll could give him pleasure and she didn't have to bother (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was right and also we had the other one with a woman who who married a chandelier yes you know and and there's people that do stuff with inanimate objects out there and you know the kettle or the toaster and stuff and i wonder if this sex doll his wife uh was able to earn during the uh covid pandemic by becoming part of a football team crowd well <laughs> There you go. We've just covered a load of our old stories in one story there. Look at that. that. Is seamless. Promotion, mate. promotion, promotion, promotion. Listen to our episodes. Boom, boom, boom. So subtle. <laughs> That's what you've got to do in the new year. When when we're having lockdown number six, you know, and we're on in, we're in tier 27 where no one's allowed to breathe heavy, um, then we'll... Uh, We'll have to go and listen to them again. But the, this guy, he, identi- he identifies himself as pansexual, right? And he describes himself as a, <laughs> as a blogger and sex maniac. That's how he describes himself on his Instagram. That's not the sort of person you want to meet, is it? Someone that describes... Not really. Lover of sex or love a bit of sex, but sex maniac? You don't want to meet a sex maniac. They're not. They don't tend to have the best rep. Absolutely not. It's not something you want to put out there as well in your in your Instagram account. I'm a sex maniac, and also pansexual. I wasn't quite sure what pansexual was. I don't know if he 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 was doing it with pans, or <laughs> I knew that was coming. Peter Pan or pans people or what? What is pansexual, Chris? Pansexual. I believe. Obviously, I'm not an declare myself an expert but i believe it is where gender is unimportant to you so you are attracted to people so whereas if you're bisexual you may be Mm. attracted to the or greedy as i like to call them 
you may be attracted to the feminine qualities of someone or the masculine qualities of someone and you're still sort of aware of this sort of gender idea pansexual takes that away and sees people as people and that the sort of the gendered ideas of society don't really matter in their attraction towards people so so pansexuals are not just people though i suppose it's just anything is is game as they say well i've not heard of that before but this man certainly seems to think that being pansexual opens him up to anything anything rubber so but this is the this is the funny thing because they they started dating at the beginning of 2019 so it's they've, they've been dating a while so it was a long Gosh. date now they reportedly they they met at a nightclub what was she like a blow up doll they threw out into the crowd I, yeah I, I don't know maybe maybe it was maybe they were one of these or was she out with oh, what if she was out with her ex partner oh and he stole the sex doll from someone else Wow, I can just see that now. I can see these two people, these two men, having an argument in a nightclub over who the sex doll fancies more. <laughs> no, no, I bought her, so she must fancy me. Look, I'm telling you, the way she just looked at me, she fancies me. She's coming home with me tonight. No, I own her. I have the receipt, okay? This is my property. Uh, love doesn't work like that. She's free to choose who she wants. Yeah, that would be that is bizarre on its own, Chris. And I'm, I'm glad I've seen the workings of your mind during that one. You can watch the full TV show next year. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I mean, he popped the question at the end of the year. Oh, awkward phrasing. Do not want to use the word pop around an inflatable toy. <laughs> this is true. That's probably what happened then. He popped the question. That's exactly, well, he did pop it. And now he's got to get it repaired. Um, but the thing is, is like, he, he says it's, she's great company. Now... I don't know, great company. I mean, it's, it's maybe he's that old-fashioned kind of bloke where it's like a woman should be seen and not heard. Maybe he's that type of bloke, you know? Yeah, but you still want your girl to laugh at you when you make a joke. Well, if it's funny, I guess, yeah. No, anyway. <laughs> just just laugh at you. I, I haven't. The funny thing is, it's like with me and Sam, I haven't spoken to her for three days. I didn't want to interrupt her. But... <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm here all year. <laughs> but it is one of those things, though, where it's like, if you're going to do, if you want company, get yourself a dog, surely. Yeah, good point. Or a cat. Like I've got my Aussie here, you know. He's good company, and he's been very good today. He's not jumping at the computer, which is always fun to try and get him off. And he treads on all the keys, and it suddenly goes somewhere else where I shouldn't want to be going. Um, but, yeah, so... And I can't believe it's good company to have because you literally it's, you're on your own. It's just sitting there like this, with his mouth open. You're sitting there with a bag that contains your hot air. And and it yeah, I mean it gives a whole new meaning to the blowjob, I suppose, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a, a, a blow up doll because sex dolls come now with. Of course, yeah. See, I think looking at the pictures that are online, you can see. I think it's more one of those sex dolls that, you know, you can manipulate in different... It's like a proper doll. It's like a big doll. Yeah, I'm not enjoying this. No, it's getting it's getting even weirder. And they, they have to dress them and put makeup on them and stuff like that. I mean, it's Ooh. quite... I think I find it quite sad in a bit, you know, that you... Oh, but it's, it is sad. It is sad, but this guy's a bodybuilder and he's not... A, I mean, look at the picture. I've looked at the picture. He's not a, he's not a hideous looking bloke. He's quite a good looking guy. I'm sure... 
I mean, there's someone out there for him that's not a sex doll. Yeah. So if you're listening, get out there. Go and join Vince on the prowl in 2021. <laughs> Find yourself a lady. Listen, I don't want this guy with me on the prowl, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> if, if he's going, hi, I'm, I'll be saying to someone, hello there, my name's Vince. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an actor and, and presenter. Uh, oh, and this is my mate, Yuri. He's a sex maniac. I'm sure they'd, they'd jump at the chance to date us, wouldn't they? Oh, wow. what's stopping us? Let's go. Get the taxi now. Are you ready for our final story, Vince? Uh, yes, please, Chris. I think this has to be my favourite story of the year. Ooh. Headline. Cops. Don't drive if you're blind. <laughs> Sorry, are you, are you telling the cops not to drive or that's what they're saying? No, so that is what cops are saying. So cops, colon, don't drive if you're blind. <laughs> and I'm going to slightly alter this story and it makes it sound even more ridiculous. A man drove his family 30 miles to the town of Barnard Castle to check whether a weird feeling in his eyes might prevent him from making the much longer journey back to London. Oh, oh it's gone all political. <laughs> but if, if that's all you say, if you just say a man, we'll just make this a generic man like any other person from any of our Daily Mirror stories that we've quoted from throughout the year, this sounds ludicrous. And we go into a whole conversation about what is wrong with humanity? How can people think that, oh, not sure if I can see properly. I know. Let's do a 60 mile round trip to see if they are working. <laughs> what? I mean, where do you go from here? Well, just... what you do is you go back to number 11 and you sit there or you go into your garden and make a statement saying, you know, that it was fine to do that. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. I didn't put anybody else at risk. I didn't talk to anybody. I just drove my family around with my poor eyesight. Um, you know. And then my favourite, my favourite, I didn't even know this at the time, but there is an LBC interview with Michael Gove. When asked, would he say it, said, like, would he drive to test his eyesight? He says, I have done so before. What is and then these people? <laughs> and then proceeds to say... Although I'm not a good person to ask about driving because I did take seven attempts to pass my test. It's probably six of them was he couldn't find his car. I mean, what? No. You, <laughs> no matter who it is, you don't have to defend them and say, yeah, if you've got dodgy eyesight, you should get in a car and test it. Well, do you know what's, do you know what's weird about that story as well? Is that obviously, we're clearly, we're talking about the... the the politician scandal that happened yes. in 2020. You spotted that, did I, you? I did spot that. Um, and old Cummings, uh, Cummings and Goings, I like to call him, because uh, <laughs> he was there one minute and then gone. Um, he stayed longer than he should have done, to be fair. He's like the virus. He's like the own political virus. He's been, he was around far too long than he should have been. Um, but... He did this. He made this decision to, to go and visit people and do what he had to do and then made the most ridiculous statement to say why he did it and for the reasons for driving, which 
I mean, there are, listen, you've heard me say it, Chris, there are a lot of stupid people in the world, okay? I'm not going to defend myself on it. I do feel there are a lot of stupid people. And not stupid as in the fact they're just stupid. It's the fact they haven't got much common sense to a certain extent. Yeah. There's a lot of people with not a lot. I know very intelligent people, but they have no common sense. And to to think, <laughs> I'm not looking at you at all, Chris, um, but to think that you would say that thinking that the majority of the the country would go, oh, oh, right, yeah, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you should. If you've, if you've got a problem with your eyes, don't, don't, go and, don't go and see a doctor or anything or don't make an appointment at the opticians or check your glasses. No, go for a 60-mile round-trip drive and if you've not hit anything or driven into the sea, then, wow, your eyes are fine. You know, and to make, that statement and to, to believe that we're all going to go oh absolutely yeah well done and then what makes it worse is now normally this is this is quite rare to be honest with you chris because old goady there old goady locks he um he said this now normally politicians wouldn't admit to something ever yeah normally they would say when someone asked them well would you do that they would swerve the question, like they swerve most questions they don't want to answer, which is normally about... I enjoyed having Weetabix for breakfast this morning. <laughs> yeah, they might, they might as well do that, because you can see they're, they're swerving the question when they do it. But normally they would say, um, it's, not, it's not whether I would do it or not, it's what's actually happened, and we've got to look at the, the instant it happened and, and how it would occur. And they swerve it. Well, he's actually gone, oh, yeah, well, actually, I've done it. Well, you've just admitted that you're a dick as well. You know, so you shouldn't be in Parliament at all either. You should go. You know, and it's and it's go to go. You know, it's it is one of those things where the politicians, yes, they've come in for a lot of criticism this year because of what's happened, and rightly so. They're literally driving the country blind. They are, and it is. I mean, it is one of those things. And now the police have to make a statement to say, "Listen, it's wrong. Don't drive if you're blind." Did did they have? I mean- did they have a bit on the end where it just put drunk on the end? Because that would probably be most of the politicians as well. I mean, but surely you could just sit in your car or even just sit on your sofa and pretend you're driving and see, can I see things? You see, this is where your virtual reality thing comes in, Andy. Oh, yeah. You see, you get one of these. Now, I've got one of these just before Christmas, Chris, and it's brilliant because you can just lose yourself in it. But what you could do is you could go in there and look like you're driving a car. There's one where you're in a passenger seat, you're driving a car, and you've got full view around you. And you could sit in there and go, can I see that sign as it goes past? Can I see that pedestrian? There you go. You're now safe to drive or not safe. Sorted. So there you go. In 2020... You couldn't get served at KFC if you turned up in a horse and cart, but you could drive 60 miles if you couldn't see. So, should we wrap up there? Absolutely, Chris. Well, welcome to 2021, everybody. And please look out for our next podcast because we're going to be doing loads of podcasts this year, 2021, because I'm sure... Those weird things that have happened last year are going to be happening this year. Let's hope that it's better weird rather than bad weird. Okay, so please join us again very soon in 2021 through 2021 with our podcast. So from me, Vince, goodbye. And from me, Chris Heffernan, goodbye. Goodbye.